Hey guys, welcome to the Filming with Josh podcast. This is episode number 49, how perception can help or hurt your video business. This is the Filming with Josh podcast, brought to you by Rustic River Media. Welcome to the videographer's home for tips, tricks, and how to make flicks. Thanks, guys, for joining in to today's episode. If you are new to the Filming with Josh podcast, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this week's episode. And I want to encourage you to go back and listen to some of our other ones. We chat about all kinds of different things on this podcast. Um, And I also want to encourage you, if you're new to Filming with Josh, to go to Facebook and type in Filming with Josh and ask to join the Filming with Josh Facebook group. As soon as I see your request, I'll be sure to approve it. The Filming with Josh Facebook group is basically an, a, a continuation of this podcast where we talk about all things video, whether it's filming, editing, the business side of things, script writing, storyboarding, um, all of that stuff. We even talk about photography. We talk about it all. So join in the Filming with Josh Facebook group, be a part of our growing community over there, and join in on some of our conversations. Today's episode is how perception can help or hurt your video business. This is kind of an interesting conversation, and basically, this conversation is all about how how be people perceive you and what that can do to either help you or um, maybe even hurt your business. And I'm going to go into kind of both sides of that today and talk about essentially how how when people how they look at you how they perceive you and how they perceive your business will shape the kind of work you get and it's it's an interesting conversation because i think a lot of people myself included when you get started in the video business and you decide you want to make a run at this whether it's part time or full time you oftentimes want to get as many different projects as you can because you just want to bring in as much work as you can. And you're trying to get your name out there, you're trying to meet people, make contacts, that kind of thing. And so we we all do this when we get started, we're trying to just get as much business as we can. And I think that's fine. But as you start to grow and you start to figure out the kind of videos that you want to do, you need to at some point start thinking about your perception, what people think about you, what they think about your skills, your knowledge, and and even the kind of work that you do, because that perception will affect not only your business growth, but what kinds of other jobs you get. A lot of people um, know that I don't do weddings. I don't do anything wedding related. I don't do wedding photography. I don't do wedding video. I don't do wedding anything. Um, Same thing goes with uh, residential real estate. I don't do a lot of residential real estate. And the reason why is not that I have anything against the weddings or that I have an against uh, anything against residential filmmaking or videography or even residential photography. It's not that I have anything against any of that stuff. It's just that I don't want to be perceived as a wedding videographer. I don't want to be perceived as a real estate guy. I want when people to think about Rustic River Media or think about Joshua Milligan, I want them to think of me as someone who does commercial work. I want them to think about uh, someone who does uh, short films or maybe even some doc projects or corporate videos, you know, that kind of thing, events, live streaming. That's what I want people to think about when they think about me. And I've learned over the years that when you when you start to step outside of the type of work you really want to do, even if it's just for a job or two, it can potentially 
it can potentially affect your business. And, and in some ways it might be good and in some ways it might not be. Um, I know that for my wife, she wanted me to help her. She does wedding photography and stuff like that on her own. And I remember last year she wanted me to help her second shoot um, photographs for a wedding. And I really struggled with that because I've never done it and I don't want to do it because I don't want people to think of me as a wedding guy. And I remember I, this was a wedding that was kind of local and it had um, a, a lot of people that I knew uh, from business networking groups and stuff that I was in. They were going to be there at that wedding because they knew the person getting married. And I really struggled with that. But at the same time, it's my wife. She wants my help. Like, what do you do? <laughs> do you say, no, sorry, babe, I can't help you? I, I broke down and helped her because she asked me and I knew she needed the help. But I it really bothered me. I really didn't want to do it. And I know that for some people that may seem kind of odd, like what's the big deal? But to me, here's the thing. I want people when they think of me, not to think of me as a wedding guy. I want them to think of me as a commercial guy. Because the reality is like, if we're being completely honest, if someone goes to your Instagram or your Facebook or your website, or if they see you or meet you in person and they know that you do or have done something wedding related, Sometimes you get put in a box. Oh, he's a wedding guy. He does wedding stuff. And I don't want to be in that box because that's not the type of work I was focusing on. I'm focusing on commercial work. I'm focusing on short films and doc projects and corporate videos and events and live streaming and those kinds of things. And I don't want people when they think of me to think of me as a wedding guy because if some of those people that were in the audience of the wedding that day that were there as guests... Some of them are business owners, and if they think, if they see me there with a camera in my hand, they don't know that I'm just there to help my wife. They don't realize that. They just see me, and they automatically think, oh, Josh does wedding stuff. And then I'm telling you, you may not think this, but it's true. A lot of those people at that point, if they ever want to do a commercial project or want to do a branding video or anything like that, you're oftentimes not going to be the guy that pops up in their head because you're a wedding guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and it's all about perception. And there's nothing wrong with doing weddings. You can make great money doing it. It's just if that's what if that's not what your focus is, if you kind of go down and do some stuff in that in that realm, you might get people to think of you as a wedding guy. Same thing with real estate. If you're branding yourself online and you want to do a lot of commercial work, but you also do a lot of residential real estate, sometimes people will look at you and say, oh, he's a real estate guy. And they won't think of you when it comes to commercial work. You know what I mean? Or what about what about the opposite? What if you want to do weddings? What if you want to do that kind of work? Um, or maybe you want to do residential real estate, but people go to your website and all they see is commercial work or um, projects that have nothing to do with weddings or nothing to do with real estate. A lot of times you're not going to be the person that they call. They're not going to call you for a wedding if they go online and they see that you really only do commercial stuff because their impression is going to be that you are not a wedding videographer. You're so, someone who does commercial work. And this really does have a direct effect on you. I remember, and I have two great examples of this. I remember um, I met a, a contact through a friend of mine. Um, I was a musician in Austin looking to do a music video and they just met at a party and the musician um, was chatting with him and they said they did photography. And he said, oh, do you happen to know a videographer? Um, I'm looking for a video production company to do a music video for me. And they were like, oh yeah, you know what? We actually do. We have a guy we do a lot of business with. He does a lot of our video work for a lot of our clients. You should call him. And so the guy, they got 
they got my number uh, or gave my number to this guy and my my website info. And this guy looked at my work and he called me and told me that um, these these friends of mine had recommended me to them. And he said, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm interested in, in chatting with you about doing this music video for me. But to be honest, I looked at your website and it looks like you really only do commercial work or you really only do like, you know, that projects like that. Or, and it looks like you've done some outdoor stuff. I don't see anything anything kind of music video-ish or anything stylized like that. And he's like, are you know, are you going to be able to do that? And I understood, like, I wasn't offended by that. I mean, I understood what he meant. I mean, the reality is, is my work is branded toward me coming across as someone who does commercial work, who works with medical companies, industrial companies, large corporations, events, you know, uh, maybe small, mid-sized companies. I do a lot of live streaming type of stuff. And you see all that online about me. And you might see that I've done a bunch of stuff in the outdoor world, some hunting-related projects, some short film projects, that kind of thing. And so when you go to my website or you look me up online, that's what you're going to see. And when he saw that, he immediately was thinking, I don't know if this guy's going to be able to do a music video. Now, I was interested. I'd never done one before, but I was like, nah, that sounds like fun. And I talked him into letting me do the project, and he gave me a chance, and he was really happy with, with the work I did. But the reality is, is I almost didn't get the job just because of my perception. His perception of me was, I do commercial and branding videos, not music videos. And, and if you're someone who does commercial and branding videos... Are you going to know how to be, cre you know, not that you can't be creative in commercial work or in branding work, but I mean, if, I, if I'm being honest, and I'm saying this about myself here, if I'm being honest, commercial work can be very creative, but in a different way than a music video is, right? And so if he's looking at my website and he's seeing all I do is like commercial work and all this other stuff, which is what I want him to think. That's what I want anybody to think because that's the kind of clients I'm trying to attract. But when he sees that, he's instantly thinking to himself, I just don't know if this guy knows how to do music videos. Is he going to be able to think outside the box? And fortunately, he gave me a shot and I did think outside the box and it was great. But I almost didn't get the job just because of, my, of his perception of me. And another example of this I have is I was uh, I, I used to do a lot of hunting projects, but I got away from the hunting TV side of things. And I I, I still do some hunting related stuff. I'll do marketing videos for hunting outfits, and I do some marketing projects for hunting related um, companies, whether they're uh, service providers of some sort, um, or or maybe they have a product in the hunting industry. And then I've done some short film projects over the last few years, so I still dabble in the hunting and fishing world, but. But not like I used to. I used to do a lot of outdoor TV and that kind of thing. But when I left outdoor TV, I realized that I needed to kind of remove myself from that. And the reason is not that it's not that like I, I wanted to pretend like I never did any outdoor TV work or anything, but it's just more that when you think of somebody who does outdoor TV, you don't think of them as a guy who's gonna you you're gonna hire to shoot a car commercial. I mean, you just don't, right? You just don't. It's all about perception. And I, I, I've been working really hard over the last five or six years to brand myself or as someone who does this commercial and event type work and, and, and projects for different companies and corporations and stuff, universities, that kind of thing. And that's really what I've worked so hard on. But it can take one simple job to throw people off. An example of this is last year during the pandemic, um, I, I had... Uh, a lot of work got put on pause for several months because a lot of contracts I had were with companies or organizations that 
had to slow down what they were doing because of COVID. Like for instance, I had two projects, one for Texas State University and one for the University of Louisiana at Lafayette. They both had contracts with me and neither of those projects could move forward when COVID happened. At least, I mean, we didn't cancel the projects. We just had to push them way off because they didn't have students on campus and we couldn't do the projects without students on campus, <laughs> right? Uh, and then in addition to that, for instance, uh, one of my biggest clients is a plastic surgeon in Austin and they got, we were in the middle of a project and they got, they got uh, notified that they, that, that they weren't able to move forward with their procedures because only procedures or surgeries that were, that were um, categorized as essential were allowed to happen. And technically, since they do a lot of cosmetic stuff, they were not deemed as essential. So they, they physically couldn't even open their doors. And so I had a lot of that happen to me during COVID last year. And I still was able to do some work, but I lost a lot of business for a brief period of time, three or four months. So during that period of time, I did a few projects that I would not normally do, and one of them was for a hunting show. There's a, a hunting show host that lives not too far from me here in Texas, and he had posted online that he was looking for an emergency last-second shooter because he had a project in West Texas that needed to be shot um, for a show, but he he didn't have anybody uh, because he had a, a scheduling conflict between his uh, the videographer he had lined up and and this hunt he was going to go on this um what were we hunting we were hunting odd dad this odd dad hunt and so he he posted a line that he was desperately looking for someone he knew it was last minute and and he was looking like it was like a 48 hour like we were 48 hours away from the project so i mean we were going to be leaving fast and i saw he posted that and normally i don't do tv shows anymore i i i'm i'm move directions from outdoor TV for other reasons, but I don't touch them today partially because of the perception, because I don't want people to think of me as an outdoor TV guy. And again, there's nothing wrong with outdoor TV. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying it's kind of like weddings. If you put yourself in a box, they're going to think of you as in that way. And I, I want th people to think of me as for branding content or for commercial work. And so I, I just haven't touched anything in that world in a while because I didn't want people to perceive me as an outdoor TV guy. But because of COVID, I, I wasn't really in a position to turn down work. So when I saw he made that post, I sent him a message and I said, hey, um, I actually happen to be available right now because of COVID and I'd be happy to help you with this project. Um, but at the same time, I need to make at least X amount to be able to go. If you're willing to pay this per day, then I can, I can be there in 48 hours. And he looked at that message and he immediately called me. He, he knew who I was and he called me. He said, bro, I'll pay that. I just need someone I can trust. And it's a last minute thing. That's, that's fine. I'm happy to do it. You help me out. I'll help you out. I said, great. So we agreed to it. And I packed up my crap and I left like 30 something hours later and headed down to West Texas. And we get there for this, sh this show. And I'll never forget, we were in camp and he had a couple of different, um, a couple of different guys in camp that were going to be participating in this project. Um, one was a writer for a magazine, an outdoor related magazine, and one was um, a sponsor of his. And I'll never forget. And then there was one other guy that was with the sponsor. I can't remember what he did. But anyway, there were three guys that weren't part of the show, but they were guests. And they were in camp. And I'll never forget, we were at dinner one night. It's like the second day I was there on this, on this shoot. And I'll never forget, one of them 
when we were at dinner, one of them mentioned the name of another videographer friend of mine that I know. And they, they said something about this guy's name. And I said, oh, you know such and such? And they said, yeah, do you know him? And I said, yeah, I know him really well. We're good friends. We chat all the time. And they said, oh, really? And, you know, how did y'all meet? And I said, oh, well, you know, we both we both are in the video business and um, we do, a, we do uh, a lot of similar type of work. We met several years ago and we chat about business all the time and equipment and stuff. We're just good friends. And, and I'll never forget this. One of them said, well, no offense, Josh, but this guy isn't just some hunting video guy. He actually does commercial work and stuff. Like he's way bigger than the hunting industry. And I, I don't mean to say that to be offensive to you, Josh. Like no offense or anything. It's just we really admire this guy because he's much bigger than the hunting industry. He does. He actually does commercial work. So it's cool that y'all are friends. But like this guy, he's like the real deal. And I'll never forget. Number one, I felt insulted, and number two, how frustrated I was because these guys knew nothing about me. But this is a great example of perception because here I am, I'm in this, I'm in this camp with these guys. We're eating dinner, and they immediately showed me that they put me in a box as a hunting video guy, and it was only because I was there for this one shoot because of COVID. I was helping out this TV show host because I had a hole in my schedule. I hadn't shot an outdoor TV show in years. But I was there to help this guy out and make a little money, and that was the only reason why I was there. But because I was there, they instantly put me in a box as an outdoor TV guy, and that must be that must mean, since I'm there filming this hunt, it must mean, clearly, that all I do is outdoor TV stuff. But if they were to go to my website, they wouldn't see a single example of outdoor TV. Instead, they would see a lot of the commercial work I work, I do, and all the different types of big companies I work with and all these other projects I've done. But they, they didn't bother to do that. Why would they? Because they saw me and instantly thought of me as an outdoor TV guy. It put me in a box, and that was how they perceived me. And it was just one shoot, just one simple shoot. But that was the box I got put in. Perception is everything. And that's a great example. And, and it, look, if you're wanting to be an outdoor TV, if that's what you want to do, and that you, I used to want to do it. I did it for years. And if I was wanting to continue to be in the outdoor industry, then that is how I want, would want them to perceive me. I would want them to think of me as an outdoor TV guy so that I can, you know, maybe if they're, you know, meet someone down the road who might be looking for a shooter for outdoor TV, they might be like, oh, I shared camp with Josh. He's a great outdoor, t- you know, guy, does, shooter, does a lot of outdoor work, you know? If that's what I wanted, then that would be great. So it can absolutely help you grow your business, but it can also hurt you if you were like me in that now they perceive you as something you don't want to be perceived as. So these are just two examples, but perception goes a long, 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 long way. And it goes beyond just the type of work you do. I'll never forget, I was in this business networking group with this girl. Uh, It was a bunch of us. We were all from different industries, different backgrounds. like I did video work, I was the videographer, videography guy from the from the group, and and we had like a real estate guy in the group, and we had a insurance guy in the group, and we had a lawyer in the group, and you know we had all these different industries, and we would get together um, like once every other week or so to chat about things going on in the community and how we can help each other grow each other's businesses. We would give each other referrals, that kind of thing. And there was this one girl in the group and she made a comment one day to me and I'll never forget this. Me and her were just having a conversation about business growth. And she said, one of the things that she's learned in her time in business is that 
it's really important that people think of you as an expert in your field. When they look at you, you want them to think that you are an expert in your field. She said, you don't even have to be an expert in your field, but if people perceive you as being one, then they will think of you instantly as an, when, when it comes down to hiring someone for that particular field because they'll think you're an expert. So it's all about getting people to believe you're an expert in your field. And I thought that was really interesting. And after she told me that, I really thought about it. And I was like, man, I really want people to think of me as an expert in my field. And, and don't get me wrong. like I feel like I know quite a bit about video. Like I've learned a lot over the years. And I've got quite a bit of experience and I've worked with a lot of different equipment and a lot of different types of projects and stuff, but don't get me wrong. I am no Steven Spielberg and I don't know everything there is to know about video. There's a lot of guys out there that know a lot more than me. And I know that I'm not afraid to say that. However, I want people to perceive me as a guy you can go to. If you have questions, I want people to perceive me as someone who's knowledgeable because if people think that I'm an expert in my field, then it will help them perceive me as someone worth hiring. So when I started filming with Josh and I started answering video questions online outside of filming with Josh and all this stuff, I did it for other reasons. But if I'm being honest, part of it is, is I wanted people to think of me as a go-to guy for video. If you had video questions or video needs or anything video related, I wanted you to feel like I'm the first guy you could call. There's nothing wrong with that. It's all, how you're, it's all about how you're branding yourself, right? So I wanted to make people think of me as an expert, whether I am or not, that's up for you to determine, but I want people to perceive me that way because if, if they perceive me that way, then I will be in the back of their brain the first time that they start thinking about somebody for something video related. And all my clients, that's what I want them to think of me as. I want them to ask me questions or reach out to me because they know I'm gonna know because they, I'm the video guy and I'm an expert in my field. And again, maybe I'm not, but I want them to think that because perception is everything. And it's all about how you brand yourself. So my, my hope when you listen to this podcast is that you will think about how people are perceiving you. Do they think of you as an expert in your field or do they think of you as a novice? When someone calls you, are you saying, oh, I'm just getting started in video. I'd love to do that project. I'm looking to add more work to my portfolio. Are you that guy? Because I don't think it's good to be that guy. Because if you're that guy, then they're going to perceive you as a novice. And I mean, you're kind of telling them in a way that you are. <laughs> and they're not going to think of you when they want a higher budget project. You know, is that how people are perceiving you? Or even if you are new, are you the guy that's instead wanting people to think of you as a go-to guy? Are you saying, yeah, yeah, I'd love to do that project for you. Um, you know, here, here's here's my cost. Here's what my time is, uh, how I value um, my time. This is what it's going to cost to do the project. And being kind of blunt and straightforward and making them think, oh, this isn't a guy that this isn't a guy that's a novice. This is a guy that knows his stuff. Like, is that how you're coming across or are you coming across as the novice? Are you dabbling in markets that you don't want to be in just to be, just to have work in those markets, but, but in exchange, you're kind of ruining your perception or are you laser focused and honing in on the markets you want to be on so that when people think of someone for your field, they'll think of you. I want you to ask yourself these questions because, and again, there's nothing wrong with weddings. There's nothing wrong with real estate. There's nothing wrong with the commercial work I do. There's nothing wrong with hunting projects. There's nothing wrong with YouTubers. There's nothing wrong with any of that. It just all depends on what field you want to be in. And it's all about branding yourself as not only an expert at what you do, but as someone who does a lot of work in that field and how you brand yourself and how people perceive you will help you grow so much more 
in the areas you want to be in. And so just think about that and think about perception and, and use that to your advantage. You know, try your best. And I, again, it happened to me last year. I took on a hunting project. I didn't want to do an outdoor TV show. But unfortunately, because of COVID, times were tough. I had to. So there are exceptions. But if you can avoid it, I want to I suggest to you that you, you really try to focus in on the type of work that you want people to hire you for so that when people think of that field, whether that field is weddings, whether that field is real estate, whether that field is hunting videos or music videos or whatever, I, I, want, I want you to think about how you can make people think you are the guy to hire for that and try not to branch out too terribly much in some other complete different realm so that people think of you differently. It's all about perception and building a brand around that perception. And I think if you can keep that in mind, it'll help you brand yourself. It'll help you establish yourself as an expert in your field, and it'll help establish your presence in whatever field it is you want to be in. And I think that's a really important takeaway. So this wasn't a super long podcast. I just wanted to kind of stir up some thoughts and ideas in your head about perception and how people are seeing you online. How are they seeing you on Instagram? How are they seeing you on Facebook? How are they seeing you on on LinkedIn, on your website, um, when they meet you in person, when they see you out on the street? What do people think of you? Perception is everything. Thanks, guys, for listening to this week's podcast. I know it was a short podcast. I hope it stirred up some conversations um, that you can have with yourself <laughs> about how people are perceiving you so you can check yourself and see if you're doing a good job or if you need to improve in some areas. If you want to chat more about perception, if you disagree with me or if you agree and want to talk more about it, let me know. Hop onto the Filming with Josh Facebook group and start a conversation about perception. I'll see you guys next week. To learn more about Rustic River Media, visit us online at rusticriver.media. Thanks for listening to the Filming with Josh podcast. Catch every episode by hitting subscribe today. Yeah.